Hi, it's Ellen DeGeneres. Welcome to my podcast. We're going to listen to some of the best moments from the show, and it's going to be hosted by four executive producers that I love. Happy listening. On today's episode of Ellen on the Go, Keanu Reeves for the first time on Ellen and talked about uh, the mutual crush between him and Central Park. Matrix. Melissa McCarthy guest hosts the show. Hey, hey. Come on. Hey. Melissa McCarthy. Octavia Spencer talks about her trip to Coachella. Jose Andres talks to vegetables. Literally. He's my favorite chef. <laughs> He's one of my all-time favorite, favorite guests on the Ellen Show ever. Little Mushroom. Oh my Little god, mushroom. she's adorable. Oh, she Except for one here. thing that happened with her on this it visit. It was fantastic. Uh, I really what, like her. What oh, happened was man. absolutely I fantastic. Love her so I much. I'm Ed Glavin. I'm Mary Connolly. Andy Lassner, Captain. Kevin Elliman II, co-captain. Oh, Welcome. Yes. Treasurer. <laughs> Is that and our secretary, Ed Glavin. <laughs> yeah. President. Welcome to our podcast. And Welcome, episode. everybody. Episode 71. Episode 71. Keanu Reeves, 16 years, had never been here before. We don't have a lot I of guests that have it. literally never been here, yeah. especially I, I, huge stars like yeah. that. I, I had thought that he had been here. I did, too. Because I went to Matt and I said, well, what do we do? when he was like, I don't know what we're going to do. So right. what do we do with him last time? He goes, there was no last time. Yeah. I was yeah. positive he had been here. Well, he must have done Rosie, right? When you're on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 he, he, he used to do Dave. And, and yeah. then and did, it was like. He did, he did Jenny. No. Did Jenny. No. 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 Yeah. I love you. No. He, he was the father. Oh, But anyway, he was he was a lot of fun. And. The most interesting thing was Ellen brought up that when Sandra Bullock uh, was here a few weeks ago, she talked about that when they were shooting in, de- Speed, in December, sh- in December, yeah, was, she actually about 26 had weeks ago. a crush on him, but would never say it to him. And right. she thinks that's why they stayed friends. We showed him that clip where he then confessed that he had a crush on her. Bum, bum, bum. But nothing happened. Take a listen to uh, him confessing to having a crush on Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, uh, she, uh, so that was her first big break with you. Yeah. And I asked her because everybody had a crush on you, if she had a crush on you then, and uh, this is what she said. I think about how sweet Keanu Reeves was and how handsome he was. He was hard. It was really, it was hard for me to like really be serious. Like he would look at me and I'd be like. Did y'all get together? Did you date him? Never dated him. Really? I, there was just something about me that I guess he didn't like. <laughs> That's not true. I think it's true. No. He never, He was never, probably intimidated. Not at all. Were, yeah. yeah. There's nothing to intimidate. I, that's, yeah. I'm not that. Yes, you are. But we, yeah. but I think we're probably friends for that long because we didn't. Yeah. Right. That. <laughs> um, is that how you do it? That's how May- I do it? Maybe that's why he didn't want to be with you. <laughs> Did you know that she had a crush on him? No? Yeah. Did she, did she, did you she have obviously a... didn't know I had a crush on her either. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't believe you both had crushes on each other and you, you we were, were so scared. We were working. Well, I know, but there's other people that work. Haven't you ever had a romance with somebody that you did a movie with? Um. <laughs> Sounds like yes. <laughs> I mean, make that face. Whether it's whether it's before or after. I mean, you can yeah, wait until it's sure, over. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, but that's so that so that chemistry was real because y'all really did both have feelings like that. Yeah. That's sweet. It was it was nice to go to work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, nice. and I mean, she's so well, what such a wonderful person. Come on, Sandy, come on actress. out. Yeah, I'm- uh, 
I kind of want to look. I, I was like, no, no, she's awesome. not. Hey. She's not here, but. Um, oh my God. <laughs> that would have been so great. It would have been really uh, nice. I loved him. I just want to say this about Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He doesn't do a, a lot of talk shows no, at he doesn't. all. No, right? he, does not. he doesn't seem totally comfortable. No. Yeah, you can tell it's not the thing he wants to right. do. Yeah, he no. wants to act. And yet he has this endearing quality where you know he wants it to go well, even though he knows it's obvious that he's not comfortable. Yeah. And right. I think that's yeah. really yeah. sweet. Uh, he wanted he had, to get here early to watch like how the whole process happened. Yeah. He came in the control room, like real yep. sneaky like yeah. and we're turning around yeah. and like, like, he's really, watching how it's it, happening. It, I found his appearance entirely endearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was very you sweet. You know, like yeah. even though it wasn't necessarily his thing, he tried really hard, he worked really hard. Yeah. yeah. And uh and, and that's had, what we say yeah. about Kevin at the end of every day. Yeah, he tried try. really hard. He worked yeah. really hard. Not really his thing, and yet though. he's still very uncomfortable in, in his own skin. Exactly. Yeah. That's the Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, Keanu was wonderful. In his skin. Let me ask our listeners something. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about the guest host shows? Like, do you right. tune in and be like, oh, I want to see how this goes? Do you think when you see that we're going to have one? You think, oh, I can't wait to see how Melissa McCarthy's going to guest host or Sean Hayes. These are the episodes like where where Ellen is not here, and we have Wanda you have a little Sykes. focus group. Have, you want to yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Here's what here's what it. I'm going to tell you. Uh, it was an absolute thrill for me to have Melissa McCarthy guest host our show. It was awesome. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I think she. I love her movies. I I didn't watch her TV show, but I love her movies. And I think she's fantastic, and I found it really interesting to work with her for a day. Yeah. Really interesting. It yeah. Was, yeah, you like her, and that was, and th that was part of the reason we got her. I said, Lissy, I'm one sorry? of the other EPs, because <laughs> I'm friends with her. Mary's a huge fan. Right. Would you give it a shot? Do it me would, a favor. It would, it, it would make her day. I said, I I'm calling out a favor, Liss. And she did it, and I thought it was, you know, sweet. Uh, we have her in the Billie Eilish video that she worked very hard on. The oh, my God. Oh, that was go, have to watch that. Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Right? If Ellen you have not yeah. seen Gosh, that's funny. Melissa yeah. McCarthy in the Billie Eilish video, Run, Don't Walk. Run, watch, and then send it yeah. to all your friends. It's very but, funny. But, there you go. but Melissa seemed comfortable doing it, had pathos in talking to the guests. Like, but after 16 I was years really proud of her. She's doing relatable. Ellen DeGeneres shows, it's an interesting process for all of us to yeah, have someone fun. come in. They're, they're not coming days before. They're coming the day of, and we take them through the day as we take Ellen through the day. And it's just interesting, the process of getting someone who's never hosted a show or has only done it a couple times and she's brilliant and brilliant. she's brilliant yes. like so. and it was fun we booked Maya for her a friend of hers yes. Maya, so Rudolph. Maya Rudolph fun to see them interact together yeah. co-star yeah. and bridesmaids Maya had an idea for a huge entrance like it was a really yeah. fun different kind of show for us yes. that was awesome absolutely yeah. and what's fun is Ellen is home that day but Ellen seems to know exactly when we're done taping yeah. the guest shows yeah. Yeah. because we get a text Almost instantly how going, go? how'd it go? How'd they do? Yeah. And she Because I think it makes her nervous because she knows at any time I could replace her with one of them. That's not, <laughs> oh, that's that's not, not why? No. Oh, so, not, so I would, just, I would describe Ellen as the opposite of nervous about it. I love <laughs> she, the way she really cheers She really for wants them. She's really enthusiastic. She wants details. She wants them to do well. She wants, the, they, she wants them to have had a good experience that day and for it to have been a good show. Now, Kev, if you, so you asked how people are feeling about the guest hosts yeah, shows. Like so Melissa McCarthy has aired. We haven't had a... We have taped some other guest host shows. Well, they air the Sudeikis, last week of May, I think. Sudeikis aired Mila once. Kunis. Yes. Mila Kunis, Mila Kunis has aired. John Cena. Uh, John Cena. Great. John Cena. John Hayes. And John so Hayes. if anybody wants to tell us how they feel about that, they should go to, should hashtag it Ellen on the go, right? There's been a lot. Awesome. Yeah, there have More been a lot. Tired. 
Well, here's how Melissa McCarthy did. Listen for yourself and let us know. Have we known each other 25 years? I'm trying, well. 20? 25? 172? Maybe almost 25. I mean, I was probably like 23, 24, 25 when we met. Oh I mean, God. is that right? That's like three years ago. We met, guys. yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to remember. And then our first thing together, we did stage work together, but our first first like movie, first thing we really did together was bri uh, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Which was like quite a, quite a thing to do. It was just, ah, thanks. Look at those cuties. Which was like, it was, was so because it was like our, it was all of our friends. All our groundlings girls. And... It was such a nice, I mean, when you know people for a long time and then you get to do I know. something like that. I remember saying like, I love this movie because it's so fun and it's so special. I don't know if anybody else will like it, but we're having a great time. Do you still ever get, do you get comments from that still? I'm, or? I, I think, for me, I think I will always be the lady that took in the street. <laughs> and you might have, yep. mol you might have molten lava coming out of you yep. for the rest of your I life. St uh, still to this day, every once in a while I'll get a, did you really do that in that sink? And I think, no, my dear. What? No, Why I did not. Why would they not. think that you could, that you could but thank duke you. on command? <laughs> That's well, humanly impossible if you do it over and over again. I know, I was like, it's not a one take thing. And then I was like, wait, I'm getting into it too much. No, I'm explaining it. I just, I, this is a very true story. I <laughs> just went to Starbucks recently. This happens to me all the time. People are always like, you're the lady that took a <laughs> in the street. <laughs> And then I, hey! I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that's me. And then uh, I was at Starbucks recently, and my Starbucks name, in case anybody wants to know, is Donna, oh, because no Donna. one spells Maya correctly, and then they pass it to the next person, and they say, Mia, or <laughs> Moira. I'm like, my name's not Moira. But I have to answer to it, so I just, I just changed it to Donna. I love Donna. So I was waiting for them to say Donna, and then this guy just sheepishly handed me this cup, and I brought a picture of it because, do we have the picture of, of my like, Starbucks up? <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God, dude! Just, just as a fun fact, please don't ever write that on the side of a, a beverage. And another cool thing about it is that Kevin runs all are comedy writers. They are used to 16 years of writing in the voice of Ellen DeGeneres, and now with these guest hosts that yeah. come in, they have to write the comedy, or whatever it is, that we do in the first segment of it's the comedy. show. It's comedy. <laughs> trying to be. No, yeah. But it's comedy. <laughs> or trying to or be whatever. comedy. No, I'm saying sometimes it's not just, you know, it's writing anything that's what happening. What are you saying, Andy? Exactly. What, where are we what going? Are you saying? What I'm saying is it's, it's, it's very fun to watch Kevin have to adjust with his writers to writing in a new voice for a day. That's the team great. is awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you have a good Who breaks, Melissa, I wonder, you know? Yeah. Melissa came with one special request. What was that, Mary? There's a guest that she and her family are crazy for. Yeah. And she wanted a book from a show called Life Below Zero. One of the greatest shows on television. And there's a woman named Sue Aikens who lives in Alaska. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know where she lives. Alaska. Uh, Alaska. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's Ed Glavin, everyone. But I'm pumped. Yeah. She lives in a place called Kavik in Alaska where she runs a camp where pilots come in, land, and she gives them gas, fuel for their plane. 
That's during hunting season. But in the middle of winter, she is by herself for five, six months, literally alone, except for when they fly in provisions to her. And it's just unbelievable. But she wanted to have her here. Melissa wanted to have her here, wanted to talk to her. She talked to her on on the show. And then backstage, Melissa's entire family was here because they also wanted to meet her. And there's a lot of picture taking and questioning of Sue. And here is Melissa talking to Sue. Oh my God. I literally, I have 74,000 questions for you. We've got time for 75. (laughs) 75. Okay, go. Uh, We're both from right outside Chicago. I just found that out today. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Um, I was born in Mount Prospect, uh, Holy Holy Family Hospital. Um, I lived there till I was was young and uh, between the late 60s, early 70s, mom wanted to leave dad. Divorce was happening, was not popular back then. Uh, So she gave me a paper bag and said, we're moving to Alaska. Now, moving there from Chicago, when you first got there, did you go to a big city? Uh, I mean, Alaska, yeah. That's really relevant. You know, three three igloos and a dog, and you've got a town, you know? (laughs) Because Kavik is so... I mean, you are essentially completely isolated for most of the year. Kavik, to give you an idea, Kavik is 500 miles from the closest town, 100 miles from any road. Uh, I have my own runway, and that's how anybody gets in. The last person I see in any year is around September. The next person I see is the following June. I'm the only person in 500 square miles. Taking care of everything in the most extreme conditions. Yes, in Kavik, maybe it's on the extreme end. Who knows why I'm built the way that I'm built? Um, And I don't know why none of my (laughs) husbands ever figured out reverse psychology (laughs) works on me, you know? (laughs) I outlive two of them, not that I'm a black widow. Yeah. But, now, what about, I mean, because you are so isolated up there, I mean, do you, if, is it possible to meet people? I mean, you've been you know, married Unless somebody's twice? lost, it's really difficult. <laughs> but um, I did figure out the internet. And through that means I met a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, I mean, literally, where in the world is this uh, fellow that you've met? Um, he's a union electrician out of New York. And uh, nine, ten years ago, he sent me a friend request on a social platform. And uh, he's, he's a nice-looking guy. But I noticed <laughs> he's married at that time. And I, oh. you know, of course, I'm being so subtle. I'm like, uh, you know, God doesn't give you somebody else's spouse, right? <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, we're just fans. So we became friends. In the nine years, we started a book club. We became friendly. His marriage didn't last. About a year and a half ago, I let him know that I was uh, maybe interested in pursuing more. And um, he was like, I'm in New York, 4,000 miles away, you know, and I've got nine years before I can retire. Those were hurdles to him. And I'm like, this is great. (laughs) It gives us, you know, number one, I'm a loner. I'm an emotional midget. I've got a lot of minefields I've got to traverse. But, um, and it gives us time to work on other aspects of the relationship. Well... Good vacation planning and... And 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 plus plus. Yeah. And plus plus. Who else have we had here? Octavia Spencer. Yeah. I was going to talk about Little Mushroom, but we can talk Ah. about Octavia Spencer. All right. First, talk about medium-sized mushroom, then we'll talk about Little Mushroom. I have an Octavia Spencer story that may or may not be able to live, but I'll tell it, and then we'll decide. Okay, this is fun. This will be fun. So years ago... Uh, we had Octavia Spencer on the show, and she was uh, nominated for an Oscar for, it might have been The Help? The Help. 
and her producer was Alyssa Cote. Correct. And before her appearance on the show, uh, Alyssa Cote was uh, on the road over on the west side, and yep. she got rear-ended in her mm-hmm. car. No, no. Somebody hit her. And the person who hit her was Octavia Spencer. That's right. <laughs> Octavia Spencer has done our show probably five times since that, since that accident. Uh, Alyssa has produced her every time. Yep. And every time she comes, she brings a gift for Alyssa Coates. Is that right? Yep. Oh, that's I awesome. Think that should live every time, for sure. just Why to like apologize live? for. That's lovely. It was a minor. It was that. a fender bender. It wasn't a terrible accident. She apologized up and down when it happened. I love and, that story. Yeah, yeah. that's she so sweet. For her. And I didn't know it. Yeah, it's true. That's so funny. There you go. Well, she was here talking about the new horror movie Ma. Ma. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. I haven't seen it. Yet, I haven't seen I'd it either, but I'm dying to see it. I'm not a horror. Oh, movie person. Uh, Octa- I'll just tell you this. Octavia no. Spencer is a great talk show guest. She yeah. is a great... T- and, and She wants to have fun. She's so enthusiastic. She's so game for anything when she's here. Anyway, Octavia Spencer was here promoting Check. Ma. All right, let's talk about Ma. So this is... Um, this is a... It's... Explain it. Okay, well... Ma is... Uh, she's, she's, she's interesting. She's a... a, a kind of young, middle-aged woman who uh, <laughs> likes to hang out with teenagers. And when they reject her, uh, things go awry. Yeah. That's about as good as I can yeah, put it. Yeah, that's about all you can really say. Really say, right? Y- yeah, you, you aren't, uh, you seem real friendly and helpful and mm-hmm. uh, offer them a place to hang out. Um, to party, like who doesn't want a, a great right. place to party, right? Right, well, you're giving that away? We shouldn't give that scene away. Well, ooh. That's the end. <laughs> well. Well, it kind of is. We yes, it is. Yeah, but. Yeah, things, you're not, yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't show that. We shouldn't show that. No. Um, So Beyonce's Homecoming Mm -hmm. uh, was a huge success. And uh, when I was watching it, I saw you, you were backstage during her performance. I was at Coachella and I have a, I'm really close to her mom and and stepdad. And uh, we uh, were guests of theirs uh, for, for Coachella. And after the concert, it was like this big outdoor barbecue. You know, except that everybody was famous. So you look around, it's Pharrell, it's Tyler Perry. I'm like, I know all these people. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, it was wonderful. Yeah, and Beyonce, that performance was incredible. Well, you know, I was down there, like, uh, next to Jay-Z's family and, and, and Beyonce's family, just kicking up the dust. So, you know, it's on my bucket list to just go hang out with her for a couple of days and learn some dance moves. Uh-huh. And just do them for the rest of my life. I see. Jose Andres. What a great show. <laughs> What a great chef. I just want a day. I want to be inside your brain. Oh, God. For, I really I do. It's. Oh, I don't know if you do. I, I don't know if you do. I, I'm so going to guess there's a lot of, of feelings and a lot of... Just, a here's lot. the thing. You don't want to be there. It's exhausting. You know what it is? And then he it's doesn't... It's a lot of avoiding feelings. That's yeah. what yeah. it's Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's just... you. We're not getting into this now. <laughs> the stuff that Why comes not? out is so funny, though. Like, is it? Is your brain just constantly moving yes, very fast? Yes, it is. It is. But not all good. But yes, it's always going. But that's not what we're here to talk about. What we are here to talk about is Jose Andres was here, and he was... uh, Fantastic. Fantastic. We've been trying to book Jose Andres. He's one of the great... Forget that he's an amazing chef. He's an unbelievable human being. He is absolutely. Unbelievable human being. The way he... Whenever anyone in the world is starving or anyone missing, Missing? you know, from a tragedy, from anything... If there's trouble, he he runs towards it. He's just incredible. And anyway, he was here because he has a new book about vegetables. And uh, you definitely have to watch this. But here's a little bit of it. 
Jose, first of all, can I just say you're a remarkable, amazing guy. Everything you do for the poor, for immigrants, for every, everybody that has been in trouble, this man runs and rescues and thank you, thank so you. many people. It's unbelievable. It's, it's with the people. I have a huge group of great people that every time something happens, Mozambique, Indonesia, Guatemala, Venezuela, they go and we feed people that are hungry. So everything goes to them, quite frankly. It's amazing. I, I love that you're doing that. Okay. Okay. What are we making? We're making pisco sour. Okay. Pisco is made out of grapes, which a fruit, a vegetable. Uh-huh. And the grapes told me, Jose, tell my story. When you drink pisco, when you drink this liquid from Peru, you know what you're really doing? I don't. You are supporting the local economies. <laughs> you are supporting the farmers of the world. Okay. So every time you drink, yeah. you are supporting oh, someone. That's why it's a good feeling. That's good. So, um, all right. We put the pisco. Yeah. And now you're gonna follow. This is syrup. Uh-huh. Water and sugar. You uh -huh. go put it in. Right. Okay. This over here. Amazing. This, they call it aquafaba, but this is the use of the chickpeas. Every time you open a can of chickpeas, uh -huh. keep the juice. Okay. And then you put lime. Lime? Yes. Okay. All and right. now, yep. we're yep. going to shake it. Yep. You shake it. Heavy, heavy, heavier. This is a good way to do a gym in the morning. Yeah. That's it. Oh, in the morning you do this, I see. All right. In the morning is when yep. I do it. Okay. And people of America, Pisco sour. I have never heard of this, so it, it's, it's wine is made of grapes. Does it taste like, oh, what's happening? Oh, yeah, a little bit of angostura, of bitters. Uh, uh -huh. And I think these two look better. Leave okay. this one here. Okay. Yeah, my team All made right. it. Okay. I didn't shake it enough. All right. Pisco. Okay, pisco. It's not just a cool way to be supporting the farmers of the world. I feel so you supportive. You can do with tequila, you can do yeah. with whiskey. All right, during that clip, um, I think getting to Andy's head, he decided to be a little more vulnerable today. He told us he is starting a GoFundMe to get all of his toes, the webbing, cut away so he'll actually have toes again. I he think does that's have this. Thank you, Andy, for bringing that up. And yeah. we hope our Andy, viewers we love and you listeners so will much. pitch in for that. And, uh, I'm sorry that's and, caused so much pain through these years. And we're always yeah. we're going to love you through it. Yep. You know, and yet you great with it's toes. made you such a good swimmer. I'm yeah. surprised. He wants to wear those little running Nike ones where the toes are individual and he yeah. can't. All right. Well, anyway. and you know, I, I hear that when you, I hear, me. I don't know this, I don't have anecdotal evidence of this, but I hear that when you have those webbed feet, you mm -hmm. also have a just a little tail. <laughs> he has it's a little tail true. and a They're little front. They're making fun of me, as just you can a little, see. If, like a if, little... if we're recording this and you see, you can tell I'm the so attractive like one. Of the group. So you got Over like a little, me, I found you got a like a little one in the front and then a little one in the back. How do we all feel? You've seen Kevin on the show. How are we all feeling about the mustache? Uh, this is the podcast mustache debut. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. is the mustache. Yeah, yeah. it's the mustache How, debut. I, I know it's not great, it. just to be real I clear. I like it. I'm particularly <laughs> fond of it now because here's what happened to me, and I've talked about this. After watching Bohemian Rhapsody, I went down this whole Freddie Mercury rabbit hole of his life and reading about it, whatever. Mm -hmm. You've got kind of that look from oh, the wish. 70s. Wow. Gay, mm. butch, leather, wow. mm. white wow. tank top. board. And that's yeah. great because, wow. you know, he died real young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think you look I think you look handsome and well that's nice well, to say. Yeah. facial it's hair without facial hair. I just like to change up the look every once in a while. I know you like to, I, I miss the beard a little before bit. Your the beard. Beard. Before your gastric bypass after your gastric bypass I think you're always good looking. All right, what do you what have there, Kev? I have some have? Never Have I Ever's here. All right. That I will okay. host for you, and you guys can answer. All right. Oh, you have to answer, oh, too. To no, that's also. not what How it says here on the directions. How's this happening? Never have I ever asked a guest for a selfie. Never have I ever asked a guest. I asked, uh, I, I didn't ask for a selfie because we have an on-set photographer, but like, 
we wanted a picture. I think we all did with Barack Obama. Yeah, for sure. Um, Andy and I, Andy and I crashed Ellen and Barack Obama taking a selfie. Oh my gosh, you're lucky. I don't know if I've asked. We for ran in. Secret we ran in behind Ellen and Barack Obama taking a I selfie. I've, I've never asked for not a selfie no. for sure. As you can imagine, a number of celebrities have asked me for of a course. selfie. Oh, but I don't think I've ever been the one wow. to ask. Now, Ed, what a letdown Ed, that must Ed, be. Ed, you, Ed, you take you. He you, only cares about athletes. No, and but, but Brielle, you yeah, like, he likes take, the human you like taking guests. photos with a lot of the human interest. Guests. I do. Yeah, he I likes, love the kids. Yeah, yeah. I really love the kids, and I love it. I some of the regular people on the show just move me. Like yeah. we had a woman on yesterday. It was a, sh- a show that we've taped, but hasn't aired yet. And she was a teacher from Tennessee who did this video with her students that went viral. And so I have a monitor that has every camera ISO so that I can mm-hmm. see what's happening on every camera. And they had a lock a off shot of her than all of us. And they have a lock off <laughs> shot of her throughout the show because they're going to go to her eventually. And she doesn't know that she's going to be on the show. I believe her name was Jasmine. I just love that woman. She had, she she needed nothing more than to be in the audience of our show. Right. She danced on the stage before the show started. She's dancing. She was the most participatory ga- uh, audience member I've ever seen in my life. And then she got to be on the show. And That's I said amazing. to them after her segment, I said, bring her to bring me her when to the me. show's over. I need <laughs> to meet awesome. her. I just loved her so much. I did ask one celebrity. Um, I asked the talent department to ask him if I could have a photo with him. And that was Kevin Hart. I really, yeah. I really and like you've Kevin. Been, but you've, you you've, had a, you've had a photo with um, uh, Cole Hamels of the Phillies. Cole Hamels. And Nick Foles, Super and Bowl Nick MVP. Foles. And he oh, asked, awesome. yep. he asked, what's his name to wear a Super Bowl ring? Oh, Dora yeah. Uh, uh, no, yeah. Dora He just gave it to me. Dora he gave Over me a weekend. Super Bowl ring and said, because Ed's yeah. a big Philly Take fan. this. I want you to spend the weekend with it. And I was like, I, I, I can't take this thing. And he was like, no, this is part of the fun for me. I want you to have this ring yeah. and stay with it. And then on I Monday, I called him. I believe they're now engaged. <laughs> and then on Monday, I called him and said, I have your ring. I have it back. Tell me how you want me to get it to you. He's like, you'll see me in a bit. You just keep oh, it. Don't gosh, worry about it. That made me so nervous. I carried that thing around with me everywhere I went. There was one time when I went it might have been to like a Kings game or something with you, and I valeted my car, and it was in my backpack, and I'm in the game going, "Oh gosh, there's a Super Bowl ring in oh my, my car, God, and my I God. don't even have the keys to it." Oh, that's oh unbelievable. God. Kev, you must have you. Well, you had. He wears toe. We, you wear a toe ring. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> well, his toes aren't webbed, so he can. <laughs> we have photos of you with Jason Momoa. Yes, yeah. a video. Yes, we for talked sure. about yes, a that, video, right? video, but I don't a video. But I don't best. know that uh, oh, Kevin didn't ask for that. In I fairness, I don't really ask. Like I'm getting nervous and weird around celebrities. If we ever book Bob Iger, he's like my number one celebrity crush. Okay. Never have I ever called in sick to work when I wasn't really sick. Never. Never. No, I, I come to work sick. Even not, yeah. even even when uh, even oh. like you maybe. Oh yeah, back when in I was at Rosie and on drugs all the time. Oh cool. But I would I wouldn't call in sick. I'd make it a bigger emergency because I was I a liar. I called in sick one day, probably season. It was two or three, and Ed sent Jim Clemick to my home to make sure I was sick. He's like Jim shows up and he's like uh, Ed wanted you to have this schedule, and I was like I got out of bed wow. to answer the door. I'm like why do I need this? <laughs> okay, thanks Jim. <laughs> well, I don't remember that specifically. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I missed a day last week yeah. to go on, well, not be sick, but go work or something. And yeah. I have such, I love being here. Sure. I feel out of, like the show moves so fast, things change yeah. every day. Yes. You feel so out of it when you miss yeah. an hour. So like, I hate missing work. Right. I'm the guy where, and it's a really fun quality. 
mm-hmm. where somebody like, say, Amy Dirksen or somebody from the production department for the show or digital will come to me and say, oh, so-and-so is out sick today. And I'll say, sick how? <laughs> how sick? <laughs> what do you mean sick? Sick like fever? Sick Sick had a car accident? Mm. What? Tell me. I need details. And they go, oh, yeah, we don't ask that. <laughs> Here's a good one. And then I just send someone to their house. And I need Seems everyone to be okay. honest. All right. Never have okay, I ever. I will call BS. Never have I ever flirted with a guest. Never have I ever flirted with a guest. I probably have. Yeah, you have. Yeah, probably. Not here, but like at probably. Rosie. Not here. Not here. No. You've never here. flirted I'm with a guest on our show. Oh my gosh, I'm you happily married. I don't mean. think it means no. like I'm trying to. No. You constantly. Break my marriage vows. I'm friendly to people. Friendly. Never like, ever have I been friendly with a guest. I've been friendly. You've been friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Like none of the hosts Ed's have been friendly. Explaining or anyone never like that. You're flirty with them. Uh, I'm not allowed yeah. to see the guests. I mean, as like I've said, <laughs> there there are many female celebrities who seem to want to flirt with oh me. Oh my and god! And because they're guests here, I sometimes have to be entertained. Yeah, and it's uncomfortable because I mean, Mila is married to Ashton. <sighs> And then Lori, I feel like Lori, she's sending none of signals. this is true. Just <laughs> know so, that none of this is you true. You know, it's uncomfortable, but at the same time, they're guests in our it's, house. It's for the greater good. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh for the greater God. good. Never have I, I, I ever been 100%. Can we stop this game? I'm so uncomfortable. Keep going, right. Kev. Never Go have I ever been 100% Jewish on a genetic test. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Never. 100%. I have. Ashkenazi. I like 100% it. Ashkenazi Jew. Ashkenazi. On 23andMe. That's it? Those are the best ones, right? Oh. Yeah. Let's talk about Little Mushroom. Yes, please. Little Mushroom. Oh my gosh. This she's was, fantastic. This was the only appearance that I would say wasn't my favorite of all of hers. And I love that girl. And that's Uh-oh. because she scared you and you. She embarrassed me. A nine year old yeah. scared yeah. me in the control room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I didn't know, obviously, that a nine-year-old was going to startle me that way. And because my you then, what did you then do? I yelled, fuck. No. Fucking shit. Yeah, I think you yelled, shit, fuck, or fucking shit. I believe it was God, fuck. I didn't know it was a child. God, yeah. Well, God, fuck. It was like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't great. No. It was fantastic. It, it, it was, it was, it was beyond great. You, uh, you, I just want to tell you. How long you, did you know that was going to happen? It was my idea. Oh. As soon as I read the notes this morning, I was like, well, we got to scare Andy. And then no one responded to my note to scare you. So then when the rehearsal was over, I was like, we're going to scare Andy, right? And the car was like, well, it's just so busy and we're starting early. I was like, just just get the girl. Come on. Uh, and then, and, and then, and the then I just want to be clear. What happened was you you were scared, like, out of your mind by a nine-year-old girl in a in a three-piece suit with a vest and, like, a little, like, like barbershop right. quartet hat. And she, and she scared you. She, her she little ponytails, and she scared she you in a way. She scared you, and she got laughing so hard. So hard. It was, it so, was so Thank God sweet. she doesn't speak English. Do you think she knew it was a curse word that I said? I think everybody knew it was I, a curse word it, you to said. Me, like you know, it. fuck is a word that is sort of universally known. Mm-hmm. So I offended a nine-year-old. Yeah. No, you didn't offend her. She couldn't have been happier. Uh, you have to watch on your DVRs because then when we showed the clip to her on the set, she instantly laughing so hard and then yeah. flapping her wings like you're a chicken. Like you're she just <laughs> like doing this. It wouldn't stop until you paid attention to her. Oh gosh, it's it was unbelievable. You. Yeah, that was yeah. haunting. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So don't watch that. Yeah. Watch it over and over and over but again. But let's play. So we, we can't, we, what we can't do is we can't play, we can't show you her dance because her performance, she's a dancer right. and her she just gets better and better, and she's she nine. Does get better and better. And but we can play you the interview, which is always really fun, and half the fun is our translator Grace. Yeah, a shout out to Grace, who is absolutely fantastic. What are you doing for the summer? Do you have any plans this summer? 
你夏天有没有什么打算啊？我想避免那些男生经常捣乱我。I want to avoid all the boys who annoy me. Oh. What?、Uh, what? What annoys you? What? What do the boys do that annoys you? 他们为什么捣乱你呀？嗯，他老捣乱我的同学。不过没事儿，我有一次学艾伦吓唬别人，现在他们都不敢接近我，他们都害怕我了。Okay. So all the boys bother her friends, but since she learned your way of scaring people, she scares the boys, and now they're afraid of her. Oh, that's smart. That's right. So you're scaring the boys. That's what you love. You love that we scare people on the show, right? 你很喜欢我们吓人，对吧？对， yeah. 特别喜欢。And who's who's the favorite person that I scare? Who do you like? 你最喜欢吓谁？我特别喜欢吓 Andy。Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. I understand. I wasn't in there, but I understand you went into the control room and you scared Andy. All right, let's see it. He's a chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've exhausted our time. We have. We're out of time. And and we've exhausted Andy. Yeah. I'm so if、sure. you're if you're still listening, God bless you, and、uh, subscribe to the podcast today、uh, on iTunes or on Spotify. Thanks or, for being a fan. Fan. Thanks for being a fan of our podcast. You're welcome. And to all the fans out the there. Thank you.、Uh, and don't forget to watch Ellen weekdays for even more Ellen.、Fun. Thank you, everybody. We would so love to know more about you here at Ellen on the Go. Please head over to Wondery.com/survey. It's a really short survey that will help make this show better. The Wondery.com/survey, W-O-N-D-E-R-Y.com/survey. We'd really appreciate hearing from you.